The dumbs need to be visible. I need to know who the dumbs are. I want to know where they are. I want to know what they're fucking doing. So I can be like, look at that bunch of dumbs over there who fucking are fucking dumb. If a consequence of you losing your job is as a result of that, case a rasa fucking rock. Who cares? Well, and I agree with you. I have to agree with Tony because we're so deep into this. I agree that it would be shaming if this was six months ago when nobody really knew anything. Do you know what I mean? When we were all arguing about how to keep sick. Now we know. We know that you have to social distance. We know that you have to wear a mask. We know that you can't gather. Like these are undisputed facts and you don't get it this deep into the pandemic. That's not over, you know? You're right. This isn't, that's not fixing COVID. Don't put it COVID. in your stories. You, you're exactly right that it's not fixing COVID, but, uh, but neither is going to Puerto Vallarta. You know what I mean? Literally like that's literally making it that's, worse. That's, yeah, that's- That's 100% making it worse. Yeah, like us making, like someone sharing, some secret person sharing a joke about your video uh, isn't spreading COVID. So, I mean, is it a cure? No, but everyone wants distraction, right? Isn't that where we are? We need to be distracted. Tony Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh the first the first episode of 2021 right this is number one yes of the new year yes, it is. oh my god i almost completely didn't even make that an issue i'm your host tony soto uh joining me is uh my illustrious co-host maxwell esposito hello i'm also carefree today carefree i love it and we have diana deluna oh hello happy new year what does carefree mean is that just your state of mind you decided to wake up with in 2021 yeah, I mean, Tony didn't know that it was the first episode of the year. I just am just as carefree as that. My hair, my wig, everything is just not on my mind. You know, I think it's Same, because actually. we didn't get a break. I mean, we still did a show last, you know, like we didn't get a break. We. I know, I, I thought that was weird. You This year you didn't give us two weeks off for the holiday. I didn't mind him not doing anything, right. but <laughs> I was like- We're not super busy. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I was like, when you were like, yeah, we're gonna meet the 29th. I was like, work, but weird. Yeah, that was kind of, I, I guess I do kind of give it <gasps> to the end of the year after Christmas, huh? You usually give us two weeks, again. Nobody's upset, but no. I'm sure the no. audience loved the content. I was happy to provide content. Well, so. we are I still feel a little bit on vacation, even though what is vacation when you're staying home anyway, but it did feel like a holiday vacation of some sort that I'm still on. Every day is Friday this year. Well, so uh, how was your New Year's, Maxwell? How what did what did you do? Did you rage? Uh, are you oh, are you reporting not. live from uh, Puerto Vallarta right now? No, I did not go to Puerto Vallarta. I did not even leave my couch. I actually was asleep on my couch by nine or eleven thirty. So I felt like that was a real victory for me. I thought I'd be asleep by ten thirty. So. We ordered a shit ton of sushi, had some sake on the couch, and kicked it. I ate so much sushi that night. Like, Did, like we sushi. ordered from sushi. the place in your neighborhood. Oh, um, me too. Yeah. I went, well, <laughs> we had a little drama. Everybody was ordering Postmates sushi. So we had a very hard time getting sushi at the time we wanted to. So I just went and picked it up. I was like, I know a place that will have it fierce. And I, that's where I went to your and neighborhood it, place. And we fell asleep on the couch. We didn't do anything exciting. Diana, what about you? 
You know, um, for like the past two or three years, we've been like, we have one family member who always gives us Fleming's gift cards. And I've never, I don't, I've never had Fleming's before, but we what, have what's one. What's a Fleming's for our listeners? It's and like me. a fancy Outback. Like, yeah, I think like they're owned house, by the right? same company as Outback, That's but it's like a fan, they're fancy chain. I mean, I'll so, confirm that. Yeah. So we had like almost $200 in gift cards over the years from this place. And we ordered a giant steak and drank too much wine and uh, watched the bunny ears coverage of uh, Ryan Seacrest yes. saying hello to the new year. And I woke up slightly hungover, which I'm very surprised at. I, that hasn't happened oh. to me all quarantine. Wow. I'm I know. Just update. I feel uh, like I raged. They're owned by Bloomin' Brands, which I'm going to assume the onion. is. Bloomin' Onion, yeah. Outback yeah. Steakhouse. I was only, yes, The I only understand. reason to go to an, out, uh, an Outback is for the Bloomin'. You mm-hmm. want you want that fucking onion. And listen, Diana, you have eaten very well the last, uh, this holiday season. Like every holiday you've had, you're like, well, we've ordered a fabulous dinner. Uh, you don't cook, huh? <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I cooked so much during quarantine. I cooked so, and now I have like a nice house that I never want to be dirty, like ever. That, <laughs> so, very bad. Yes. And yeah. so takeout is very clean. See, I'm not yogurt cups. And (laughs) if you haven't signed up for any of those apps, it could be very lucrative for you. If you're new to a lot of those apps at the beginning of quarantine, Taco Bay and I blew through all of the promos for every delivery app. We got free delivery. We got like 50% off our first orders. We were like, you got a coupon. We're going to sign up for your account next. Um, uh, How was your New Year's? What did you do? Yeah. You sushi? Did you do anything? I, I sushi. Listen, I I sixty dollars sushi. Um, uh, I mean, granted, there was sushi left over uh, for lunch the next day. You know, I started the the first with more sushi. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, no, I totally was like, bitch, you did it. Like, you made yes. it. So yeah. why don't why don't you fucking go and get yourself. Well, first of all, I got myself a bottle of wine. Ooh. I, I got myself a, a, a nice bottle of red. It was a blend. It's my favorite. It's like a $9 bottle. I love it. It's like p- apothic red or whatever. Like, oh, I know. It's what you're talking about. It, as Casey says, it's a juicy wine because, you know, you can't drink the full bottle because it'll start to make your cheeks sore. You're like, it's just like red, yeah, right? It's not any kind yeah, of red. It's yeah, just yeah, red. There's, there's just too much juice in it. So it gives you like the, the achy cheeks after a while. So it's a good, it cuts itself off. That's what I like about it. Um, so Did you make $9 it wine tends to do that. Here's the thing. I was like, all right, bitch, you're going to sush. You're going to get a wine. And, you know, uh, Columbia college homies, uh, like, you know, my good Judy, uh, Gavin Robinson, former, uh, roommate and friend of the show. I actually had him on here when we would occasionally ask the straight male opinion, straight white male opinion. Haven't done that in a while. Maybe we should revisit that. Uh, okay. see what, see what they're up to, you know, now that it's hard, now that life's hard for them. But we can call that segment, ask a boy. <laughs> We can add, I would, I would be cool if Mason came. Yeah, Mason would be a good. <laughs> um, but like, so, so we did a zoom. I did a zoom meeting with them until, until, uh, central time. So I rang in the new year with some central time folks 
And then, because I was like, bitch, you're gonna stay up. All right, the least you could do is stay up until midnight. And then I did Midnight Here with uh, um, Casey Lai and Solomon Giorgio, uh, James Fritz and uh, Alan Strickland Williams on Zoom. Yep. We did our Midnight Here, but literally by that point, I was, I was three quarters of a way into the wine. So I was like, well, I could sleep at any moment. So let's hurry up and get this over with. And shortly after midnight, I was like, ciao. And then I just, I think I felt, I think, oh, I think I ate an edible of sorts and just like blissfully. Was it one of mine? Yours are gone, girl. I was going to say, can you just say it was mine for promotion, please? Um, I'm not going to shed lies and untruths. It wasn't. It wasn't one of yours. Yours are gone. I have consumed yours since Christmas. Yours are cookies, girl. You can't just keep cookies around for weeks, bitch. No, I don't want them to go bad. You got to eat those cookies fast. Well, I'm going to make more. I'm going to make, I'm going to dip my toes in some bar situations. What does that mean? Explain to us a bar. What is this I don't know. Somebody say, a friend of the show, Meatball, suggested I make something with coconut and caramel. So I found I don't want anything with coconut. Of course that bitch likes coconut. Coconut is like the worst. I would like like a blondie maybe. Oh, I I do. I snap on some blondies. Yeah. I could do a blondie. Okay. I'm going to be in the kitchen all day today. I'm ready to... Trying to make 2021 my entrepreneurial uh, year. Is that so, how you say entrepreneurial? Yeah, well, you know, you just keep work chopping that. And you, and by the end of the year, we'll see if you know the word. We'll see, we'll see how well, well you see know. We'll see how much you've invested in butter. Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see how, I use coconut spin. oil. I use coconut oil. And, and also, great. listen, like you can always have all of my keef. So, and I usually acquire a good amount. So... I have been adding that to my recipes. Um, so we'll see how that uh, turns out as well. Yeah, because that's uh, that's that talk about a blend, bitch. That is <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a hybrid of unknown percentages. Oh yeah, no, my cookies are always like a real uh, loose 40 to 50 milligrams question mark. <laughs> oh, Mason just raved about your little internal marketing that comes with it. Little 90s flyer. I love it. I mean, <laughs> You know, I'm a '90s kid. What can I say? Um, guys, so it's a it's a new year, um, and I think we should have a little debate here on what we're going to be talking about, uh, recapping in 2021 for our Patreon. I think yeah. that this is something because I'm, you know, I'm also oh, also before we get into that, just so you know, after this week. The rest of January is all slag war shit, y'all. It's all slag war shit. So listeners, if you have questions for either Cameron, uh, uh, Nikki Monet, or Topher, the writer, producer of said slag wars, send them into us now because uh, we're going to be talking to, it's going to get really slaggy for the rest of January. Um, but <laughs> But because we have so long, I mean, I don't know how long we are until season two of slag wars. And I think that people enjoyed, we got uh, we got like a good number of uh, new Patreons after we started saying we're reviewing Slag Wars. So have you guys given any thoughts on like what we should talk about? Cause like I mean, outside I'm, of like housewives or whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. So let me know yeah. what, like what we should be chatting about. Well, I mean, why is there so many questions? Should we do an old show or should we be doing a new show? Like, should we be keeping up with a current 
thing like because that's what slag wars we also had like new content so or should we do old content i mean because there's some really old iconic content we could do we could do anything in fact in that case but i mean I I would like to turn this to the listeners as well. I would love a listener. You want to hear us talk about? Uh, There's lots of things I've never seen, so this a lot of this will be (laughs) new to me. There's a lot of things I'm willing to revisit. Yeah, I I love bad reality television. You guys, I mean. All right. Well, look, because like you know, we're really gonna try to push our uh, our Patreon more this year. Uh, Diana's gonna be coming out with a cute little show here soon, so stay tuned for that. So we're really kind of more millennial moments. More millennial moments are coming. Uh, Of course, perfectly blunt is gonna be constant, Um, and uh, we'll be doing. I have at least shows scheduled through March at this point for that. So yeah, the family's been busy. So we're trying to we're we're definitely trying to encourage our listeners that we know that times are tough right now, but uh, God damn it, this is the uh, the Tony Soto show is completely self produced. So this is the time where it needs to start making some money, and hopefully, and and, and you know my co hosts need to start making some money. We got to get this fucking thing going. So we're gonna really. Uh, Start pushing the Patreon. It's five dollars a month for access. I think we will earn your five dollars. I mean, I mean, look, I didn't even fucking. Peacock is charging me four ninety nine a month because I was too lazy to cancel. Forgot me too. And I haven't watched it since. So, (laughs) I mean, however, I am uh, uh, blissfully waiting for uh, season two of uh, 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 Save by the Bell. So, so many things, but. So we're going to leave it to the listeners. Let us know. We'll, we'll also how can brainstorm. They, how can they let us know? Mm-hmm. We'll what brainstorm. would be the best way? Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, like, let us know through the website. Go to the TonySodershow.com and let us know. Or comment on the Instagram post. That yeah, comment on this. Instagram if you're following the Tony Sutter Show on Instagram. You should. You know, that's me. Like, literally, it's me. It's not going to be in I'm like Dion Warwick, bitch. I'm posting it. You know, <laughs> we know you. I'm an old sure. lady behind the helm. Although I am honest, honestly, I've lost interest in uh, social media through the wazoo. I'm like, it's going to be hard to stay activated. Um, you know, that's why I'm so grateful for Ma- for Maxwell, who does the learn the words pitch, because uh, where would that be? <laughs> that was such an iconic show last what night. Can we just gr- talk about that? Like we those should. virgins. I mean. I was a little nervous, especially with the turnout, but they all showed up. They were all on time and they all slayed. Well, you know, it's funny because when we had talked about doing the Virgin episode of Learn the Words, Bitch, this month, um, it was because there, you know, a lot of people, there's a lot of talk out there. People being like, oh, I want to do it. I'm so excited to do it. Well, I have a list of people for you to do it. Um, But I mean, it's a it's a nerve wracking show sometimes I would imagine for the performer because you know there have been some iconic things that done on the Tony Soto show but uh, learn the words that you mean what I say you said your own name you know all of me <laughs> I do great things is what I'm saying that's but- why my sister screwed up the thing my sister performed last night and she did she accidentally shared her screen instead of her song and there was a moment where everything I but I did I, but also I did kind of like I did kind of overhype as a start because like here's the thing I feel like I know Gina I feel like I know her 
uh, because you talk so much about her. So I mean, I'm I'm really glad you said that because Gina let me know that um, I don't talk about her enough, and she has found a lot of times in her life that she meets people that do not know I have a sister. I mean, of course, so... she's, of course, she's drama. Uh, of course, uh, same DNA. <laughs> but anyway, also like Maxwell, you run that show so well. I mean, oh, honestly. Uh, it's so easy to edit because that's also full episodes of that are now on Patreon as well. So if you've missed a month of learning the words, bitch, all you have to do is go to our Patreon and you can watch it in full with the music and everything because if you put it on YouTube, they're going to fucking uh, edit it and like won't let you listen to the music. And it's gay, you know, but in the bad way. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of gay in the good way, this show is gay and back and it's 2020 fucking one. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we have a really great guest. Uh, she's not officially a slag, but who knows, she might be a slag. Uh, comedian and writer Jenny Yang when we come back. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show, the very first show of 2021, and we're starting it big. So, like, listen, I was inspired by the Learn the Words Bits judges in December because it was Parvesh China and uh, a wonderful, fabulous comic writer um, who I did not know of until she Activist. judged Learn the Words, bitch. We have Jenny Yang on the show. <gasps> Jenny! That's Hi. me! Hello. That's me! Also, bang enthusiast. Your hair is a 10. I love. <laughs> Thank you. Don't ever look up Jenny Yang bangs. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> don't, don't do that. I imagine, don't. I, I'm imagining how that would turn out. And I, what I a great like handle it. on Instagram, though. <laughs> yeah, we also have to not look up Diana DeLuna with one E, so yeah, yeah. Oh, you're yeah, in good yeah. company here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Tony Soto show, uh, Jenny. Um, Thank you. You are well, first of all, we have to talk about the trailer in the back. There, uh, you are. Uh, Listen, I got myself a white boyfriend and he came with a trailer. Wow, now is they that a guest that. room or is that your bedroom <laughs> or what? Can people sleep in it? Like, is it functional? It's a guest room, it's very cute and hipster and it is. 2021 your have a beard of some sort or a mustache oh my god of course he does <laughs> I love it. he might have a tattoo you know it's fine okay i'm in los angeles i work in entertainment i am a cliche yeah i mean it's listen okay. you you are bringing me back to before covid times when we talked in hand mics during the show remember guys when we would <laughs> we would record speak the show live in my apartment together and we would have hand mics because I think it, I think they're a little more freewheeling and like make you feel a little bit more like jazzy, right? Yeah, yeah I want yeah. her to start asking us questions and pointing it out like to the camera. I want to be like, yeah, yes, hello. <laughs> I also want you to get one of those little news squares for under that specific mic. It would be great. There needs to be a, a little flag third. for Jenny Yang TV. Be, yeah, there needs to be a lower third for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, so. There's a lot to there's a lot to unpack with you, but the 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 thing that we find the most interesting. I mean, I don't know. You're you're. This is a this is an audio podcast, but Jenny Yang is a is a person of color. She uh, <laughs> she, 
a female writer <laughs> and yep. you write on Last Man Standing. Now, look, that just seems to me like, like, wow. Like, can you tell us how long have you been writing for that show? I, I, and, and this is just my own narrow-mindedness, like thinking, oh, what a straight show that must be. <laughs> like, like, oh, well, you're not wrong. This is what a man show that is. Like, how does, you're not how wrong. Does, how, do you, how do you get that gig? Last Man Standing, if you don't know, is a broadcast sitcom starring Tim Allen, a la Home Improvement, on Fox. And this bitch right here um, gets jobs through social media. And so, you know, and just wow. through people knowing me, mm -hmm. I started out as a consultant three seasons ago. They wanted someone who could make sure they're not racist um, <laughs> because they introduced a new character who's from Hong Kong. She was an, a foreign exchange student. Uh, named Jen, coincidentally, and um, yeah, and they and and you know the powers that be and the people inside like thought Jenny Yang would be the perfect person for this because apparently I'm like everyone's racial watchdog on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, say, what what pressure and responsibility? It's too much. It's too much. So um, yeah, so I, I got the job, and then I guess the showrunner, the the head writer, he he liked me, and he offered me a full time staff position. So right now I'm actually in the middle. Of of writing for my second season of Last Man Standing, which is wild because I truly do not know how to write in the voice of an older white conservative man. Uh, it's, it's, it, it blows. But you've seen the Santa Claus, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> I have not. I know. Oh. You know, listen, Tim Allen is a star and he carries a show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if someone were to say, Jenny, if you were going to choose any sitcom to write for your first sitcom writing job, what would it be? Last Man Standing was probably the opposite of my, you know what I mean, politics and taste. But <laughs> listen, I am learning how to write for for old white people, and so listen, I'm just that's important. I'm, that's I'm trying think for God world domination. Not just letting them go. <laughs> yeah, letting them do it for each other. We've seen how that works out. Listen, look we at saw. Our government. Uh, look what Roseanne did to herself. So it's like. Uh, I, I did, and you know, I, I think it's because like, you know, I'm a child of the nineties. So, uh, so home improvement, I remember it, you know, and it yeah. was, um, Tim Allen taught me everything I know about masculinity. It's true. Whoa. Let's die. Let's dissect this. <laughs> I mean, that's just like what I grew up watching. I loved that show. So, I loved everything about it. So you learned huh, huh, as like masculinity. That was, that was, that was it. <laughs> I mean, obviously it really stuck. So <laughs> now you were also a, a comic to look out for this year. What a shit, or last year. What a shitty year to get that. I know 2020, it's like, what happened to comedy? And I get a, a recognized doing comedy in a shitty comedy year. You know, I take that with a grain of salt. Thank you, Variety go, Magazine. Go off. <laughs> no, I'm very proud of it. It's it's a super cool recognition. I'm so sad at the state that comedy is in, in terms of the business and our ability to perform and be with people. So that's unfortunate. But last year I did this weird freaking like virtual online comedy show inside of a very cute video game called Animal comedy Crossing. Crossing. Comedy, called comedy Crossing. Comedy Crossing. Right? That's yeah. Yeah. And so because of that, you know, it got a lot of like recognition and they're like, hey, let's Jenny Yang's been at this game for a little bit. Why don't we give her a little recognition? And it was really nice. 
Um, it's well, it, it's wow. a great show, and it like combines like because you know like everyone's playing video games now for people to watch and doing shit like drag queen. It's a huge drag queen thing right now. Uh, oh, I I have a, a PlayStation Four now. Maybe I should start letting people watch <laughs> play some <laughs> games. Crash start Bay. streaming on down. Twitch. Yes. Uh, but but uh, so well, tell me about so. I mean, I always say that COVID killed comedy. Like stand up is, you know, it's hard to do Zoom stuff uh, in stand up wise, right? Yeah, it's it's totally not the definition of stand up. But <laughs> yeah, right? Like you're just, it's if you're good at talking and sending your energy through a camera, that's a different skill. You know what I'm saying? Well, tell people what uh, Comedy Crossing is because it is kind of fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Like, you know, we started in June. It, it, you know, I was planning it for the month. I mean, ever since I started the pandemic, basically, I was so depressed. And I was like, what am I going to do to stay in touch and keep myself alive? And so I was like, I'm going to play Animal Crossing on D Nintendo Switch. It's basically a Sims, but with cute Japanese animals and people. <laughs> and and, and you can game. invite friends over. Yeah, you can invite friends over to your island. You like farm your little island and you build things. And you can like, you know, build like a house and like microphones and amps. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I could build my own stand-up comedy club in my basement. And so <laughs> by June, right after George Floyd uh, Jr. was murdered, I was like, okay, let's make this a free show and let's have people donate to Black Lives Matter related causes. And then and then we were off twice a, twice a month, June to December, we raised about $35,000 for Black Lives Matter related causes. Iconic. Um, yeah and so thank you and then and we don't even have a lineup so for our january show but we already have 700 rsvps people love the show it's so like pure and and cute and it's just like it's just a different way to kind of you know watch stand-up comedy and so i i don't know i just think it's fun like it's a big zoom room i have people unmuted so they can laugh and it feels the closest of all the different platforms and you could probably attest to this tony like of all the different platforms having you know audience who can laugh on the zoom is probably the most close to a live comedy show because you're giving the audience responsibility yeah. they have power to either heckle you or give you positive vibes you know and yeah. so yeah and so that's that's sort of what we did i would and never I, yeah. unmute my audience on zoom <laughs> they would talk too much there'd be listen yeah. a lot of the a lot of the issues with the live show of learning the words bitches the audience are very uh animated so. drunk and loud yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so, well, so we have, this is the uh, first episode of the new year. Would you say that you had a fairly good 2020 or? Uh, I would say that I had a fairly good 2020, even though the world did not. Do you feel okay about talking about that? Because I'm telling I don't. people. I'm I, I don't. I mean, I like, have survivor's guilt. Do you know what I'm saying? See, and that's the thing. Like I've had, I've had a shitty 2020, but I'm encouraging people that have had good 2020s to like, at least be proud of that because a lot of bullshit came out of that year. So yeah. if you did well, then you should be like, I did well. Um, no, I mean, it's just me. something to celebrate. So I think it's okay. Like I want to celebrate my friends. Like if good things yeah. happen to the gang here, I want to be like, yes. Oh, you're so, the sweetest, I mean, Maxwell. It's just I me. I did well and Jeff Bezos. That's it, which is yeah. not good company. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
Just well, evil Lex Luthor of Amazon. Well, I uh, I last year I I canceled my Amazon Prime, so I'm I'm you're so too. good. We Me we too. made we, yeah. well I I was inspired by uh, Maxwell uh, doing it, and I was like, it opens up so much more shopping of different places. You know, if you just if, you shouldn't have to get someplace from one like everything from one place. That's weird. That's like. <laughs> weird to me it's like food and stuff it's like weird very like, fast like, we very bought fascist. it from the commissary <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't be I able to get my like, tokens you shouldn't be able to get like your uh snm stuff and your groceries from the same website you know what i mean like yeah. you shouldn't be able to get like unsavory. a sex sling and like a carton of eggs from the same place yeah it seems in under too- two hours yeah what if you a- want to what if you want to sling those eggs <laughs> i think you would need a different type of yeah sling. i don't think we're talking in the right yeah. sling here, <laughs> Jenny. Sex sling. We the could talk sling. about it on the break. I'll show you pictures. Yeah. I'll take yeah. you to the other room and show you mine. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're a very progressive uh, show here. We 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 went. I'm sex we positive. A, I'm just painfully vanilla. I'm just telling you. Slag. Right we were talking about that before in the first segment. Are you, you a watch slag? slag wars? Do you know what slag wars is? I have no idea. I'm oh, so my, ignorant. See, this is the thing. That I spread the good word here. This is what yeah. I think heterosexual identified people should know about. Is that there's a show called Slag Wars. You can watch yeah. it at slagwars.com hosted um, by the cock destroyers yeah have you heard of the cock destroyers <laughs> watch it with your partner <laughs> have you heard of the cock destroyers jenny no okay oh we, need to, we need to queer oh up your 2021 that's what <laughs> we're going to viral. But it, too much time in tim allen's writing room because here's the thing <laughs> you what have, i'm saying diana you have, you have potential of being a queer icon i'll tell you we just need to tap you into it we need to get we need to let you know who it's the cock so destroyers easy. are yeah, I'm almost there. Okay, but, but see, here's the thing. slag adjacent. Here's, here's how we're helping you out with your like uh, future slagdom. Like you are yes. our very first show of 2021, but for the rest of the month, it's all people involved with that show. Slagwars.com. <gasps> So, okay. Yeah, so, like it's all just a bunch of I'm so uh, honored sluts yeah. who want who just want like you know dicks and so it's gonna be Ugh. this might be big I love dicks. So I'm glad okay. you're... No, I feel it. <laughs> you should I definitely like check it. out the show Slag Wars. It's on slagwars.com. It's brilliant. Four episodes. Okay. Four, show four episodes. Commitment. Four Three. shows. Okay. Got it. Three. Four episodes. And, and don't. And, and it's a full spiral of drama. You're going to be literally on a roller coaster of drama. From <laughs> You'll learn so much in four episodes, and they're both about all yourself. Under an hour. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna test you. It's gonna test yeah. you. And, and cock. You're definitely gonna learn a lot about cock. And Thank you for it. educating me. I mean, listen, my well, my cock destroying level is only at probably a six. Straight people max out at six. I don't know. That RV tells me you might get a six and a half. There. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, if that's you live a, in a warehouse now, you really need to up your cock destroyer level. Yeah, I have a feeling we should be seeing your sling, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she has no idea what we're talking about. Um, uh, so, well, so the new year, 2021, tell me, like, uh, did you do a uh, resolution or anything like that? No, I've been having like, you know, deep conversations with my close girlfriends. I'm going to force my boyfriend to like do a vision board. It's happening. (laughs) That's all. We haven't done the vision board yet, but you know, I do do a vision board and I do like kind of set my intentions for the year. And for the most part, I achieve what I want. Yeah. And so I'm going to do it. I'm just going to keep that habit up. How do people do vision boards now that we don't have magazines? You You go buy them. Isn't that Pinterest? Isn't that what Pinterest is? Yeah, or printed. Oh, 
No, not every. Okay. No. I Make will buy free magazines. Make a Finsta account and just save pictures to your uh, timeline of shit you like. Yeah. Yeah, do you have a Finsta, Diana? Gotcha. No, I do not. <laughs> yeah, that's a double, uh, uh, two E's. Diana, two E's is your Finsta. Yeah, yeah. I definitely um, know about dick, but not about Finsta. <laughs> well, listen, Jenny, you're going to stick yes. around. We're going to take a break. First of all, I just want to wish you like all success. But you're going to stick around with us because we're going to take Thank a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. So we'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show, listeners. Uh, we do questions, concerns, comments every week. If you would like yours read on this show, all you have to do is go to the TonySodaShow.com. It's right there at the top. Leave a message for me. It goes straight to me. I read them, I judge them, and then I put them on an outline. I'm very busy. Uh, who's going to start us off with our first question of the year of 2021? I will start us with the first question, which is confused in Connecticut. <laughs> Like what gives though, if you review Slag Wars on Patreon, why not Drag Race? We love to hear your snarky comments and you are the only reviewers who don't act like, wow, is hearing all the audio dick sucking they do with the franchise. We all know the show is terrible, but at this point, don't the true queers just hate watch it now? No, I love watching Drag Race. I am so excited for this season. Um, I watch Drag Race. I just, I don't want to glorify drag. Do you watch, Jenny, are you into Drag Race? Do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Is that anything that you're I, into? I have in earlier seasons, yes. I haven't earlier been able seasons. to watch much. Yes. I like kimchi. Kimchi is one of my favorites, especially <laughs> if they're Asian. I'm like, who are you? I want to know Great you. makeup. Great. We yes, I use her I makeup. Him. Yes, me too. Yes, me we too. Love kimchi. Yeah. We love kimchi. <laughs> kimchi is a friend of the show. And I remember when kimchi was birthed. In Chicago, I, no we, I did too. We were I there, did. and we were yeah. We we have a long history with that bitch, so we love her very much. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I here's the thing. <coughs> I'm. It's just gonna be my guilty pleasure now, and I'm gonna just fucking watch it. And I don't want to talk about it because I I do think that RuPaul's uh, transphobia, uh, mis uh, uh, misogyny is abhorrent. And um, so I don't want to use my platform to talk about it. I mean, I'll still watch it because I mean, there's LA representation and fucking, you know, I on this season and it's just queer stories too. I mean, I mean, even though well, I'm not going to give it all that, I'm not going to give it all that. <laughs> but I do like the, I mean, the point is to like the contestants. I mean, and I love, well, I fall in love with each a new person every season. So. Yeah. Diana doesn't like it. What do you think? Diana? Well, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, that oh, that's another reason. Diana doesn't very, like it. It was on for a very long time. And then I jumped into it just recently to watch Shay and I just thought I didn't dislike it. I just thought, ooh, there's things that are very dated about it. Like there's some body shaming that I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. like really now we're still doing that? I don't know. And I just think totally. that there's other shows that don't do that. Uh, and again, I told you, I hate watching pretty people learn to act. I just don't. <laughs> I don't enjoy it in any game show. You know, I'm, it's like I'm, you're pretty. You have enough. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm less. I, I. But I'm also very less likely to watch if I don't know anyone on it because I don't think I watched. 
I didn't watch the full season of the last season, the one that was prior to this one. Subtle flex, Tony Soto, subtle flex. And they did, well, you know, I'm like, I'll support people. Like I'll support people that I know. If there are people on the show that I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it until you go home. Um, you know, it just so happens most of my friends make it to the top four before they lose. So I have to watch the whole thing. So. <laughs> I think this season's going to be really good. I'm actually very excited for it. And maybe it's because I don't know a lot about it because I haven't been around anybody to get any tea about anything. Yeah. So, well, that's like... the thing, too. I don't know a lot about this season either. So that's good. Usually people are like throwing shit at me being like, I know. I mean, I know that I was told who the top four are, but I have since smoked that away. Like, I, I don't want to know. I'm excited because I I'm remember be someone surprised. did tell me. Isn't that a like, gift? Yeah, yeah. Thank God. You know, thank God for marijuana. Like movies are new again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's gonna read the second one? Oh, we're not doing it. By the way, we're not doing it. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. This question comes from 2021. Shout out to the cast of the Tony Soto show. The show has been really good and your guests are great. My question is who usually gets the guests first, you or sloppy seconds? <laughs> LOL. This is a very triggering question. Uh, have you done sloppy seconds, Jenny Yang? Do you know? No. So okay, therefore well, you get it first. Sloppy, <laughs> sloppy seconds great. is a podcast with our good Judy meatball and big dipper. Uh, two queer icons and we adore them. Um, uh, it, it does look on occasion that uh, <laughs> we get the same guests. Here's my thing. I record on Tuesdays and the show is up on Wednesdays every week. All right. So me, I get them first because as far as I'm concerned, because they record like they, they may have a similar guest, but they probably recorded it a week or so earlier. So we're good morning, America. They're Kelly and Ryan. Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes, 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 yes. That is the truth. But uh, that said, always listen to Sloppy Seconds too, because you want to hear what Meatball thinks about people and what they do. Always. They, they do get some pretty fierce guests that we have not had. Absolutely, well, so. they do. They're way more famous than we are. Come on now. I know. But I know we, my we place. We also get some pretty fierce guests because we're fierce as well. So Yes, I you mean, are. You and my, my question is, why is this writer, uh, email writer, so intent on stirring shit up? <laughs> Just looking um, for drama. Just looking well, for drama. That's our, that's our audience. Yeah, yeah, they know who yeah. they're talking to. But if you listen to this show, like we have meatball on this show more than we ever should. So <laughs> we stand that bitch. So we do. Um, yeah. I, so, so uh, real quick, I am 40 twice now. And um, as, as being a, a second 40 year old, I was like, okay, anyone who sends you a Christmas card or a holiday card, uh, you're going to respond with a letter. Um, but I made sure it was the weirdest letter ever. I put it on a three hole uh, piece of notebook paper that periphery eats out of a book. I wrote it with like a black felt weird, like you think it, the ink is gonna dry out before you get to the end of the sentence, uh, Bic pen, uh, just black and put it in a plain white envelope. And it's, <laughs> But I wrote endearing things, but it just looks really weird. Some therapist still on maternity leave. <laughs> meatball got one of those. So uh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm growing. All right. I'm a grown up now. I um, did... Can we wrap up the show? Yeah. It's your question, mama. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. I know. I said that. And then I was yep. like, I put it away. All right. So 
This is uh, called, this is from Papa, can you hear me? It's Rich. Hey guys, love you. My parents are getting a COVID divorce and I could not be happier. I am in the closet, 28, and have hated my homophobic father for a long time. He was the guy that called me a fruit whenever I showed any emotion and used faggot when he hated every or when he hated anything, even inanimate objects. One time our microwave broke and it was a faggot after it did. So, so my dad has been trying to get me to be on his side during his divorce to my mom, who I'm not doing backflips of who I'm not doing backflips over either, but she's still better than he is. Dad's approach with me during this time is aggressive because he's not coming from a place of love. I'm going to tell him that mom wins me in the divorce, um, but do I just bite the bullet and come out as a faggot to him? I'm so over him and 2020 made me stop giving a fuck. I feel like I know your answer, but I just need to hear it. Ooh. Ooh, I know, uh, that's a lot. Well, you're 28 years old. No one gets you in a divorce. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no one, one gets you in a divorce at 28. You're off the health insurance. Real quick, I just don't know if in 2021 if I'm always the one who has to do the really long ones either. God damn it. Um, <laughs> it's your show. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we have to call you the Tony Soto show, which is a very long name, you have to read the really long questions. <laughs> You need to speak Period. to your own manager yourself. Um, Rich, that is that. That is so, so. You're right, Diana. No, you're 28, so you're <laughs> you're not on the cheat. Uh, <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, what your thoughts? Tell yeah, me I, from, from uh, looking in. This on is what this. I'm thinking. Yes, tell yes. Us. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're 28. You know what I mean? Ideally, you don't you, you, you can be independent. You don't depend on your parents. Right. And so you have leverage here. That's all I'm saying. If you want to say, fuck you, dad, because he's awful, then do it. I don't even know why this question is here. You know, it's like, yes, mom is a bitch, too. But I, I'm she's getting me in the divorce. And guess what? I'm gay as hell. I yeah. suck dick. How do you like them apples? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you want to, you know, not that being gay is a way to say fuck you, but if you have it, use it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it is though. It sure fuck <laughs> it is. I used it. I used it towards my dad and it was nice. It felt good. <laughs> it felt good. That's funny. I, my dad is very homophobic. I grew up with him calling, saying like Ellen degenerate and things of that nature. Oh my God. And yeah. So um, I've actually, but I don't have a relationship with my dad. I don't speak to my dad and I've actually never told my dad I'm gay. I don't think my dad deserves that information. Um, mm. Like I'm a very colorful person. I don't think like, colorful. I would never call my dad and um, be like, Oh my God, dad, my boyfriend and I are like, that is not the person. He doesn't deserve that intimacy right. from you. No, no, 100%. you're right. That's a good so, point. I mean, even before I estranged myself from him, I, um, yeah, I never wanted to share that information with him because I was just like, you're an asshole. Like, I don't want to share this with you because I would never invite you to my bar. I would never invite mm. you around my boyfriend. Um, I don't even invite you into like my closet. You don't even get to see some of my great outfits because I don't like you and I do not want to be my full self around you. So yes. you don't get the full story. Oh, so I think you don't have to. I mean, if it's going to be powerful to you to come out to your dad, um, great. But like, I mean, if you don't want right. to tell him, but you can definitely be like, hey, you're an asshole and I'm going to hang with mom and like um, you'll get my Christmas card. Like talk yeah. to you that. Yeah. yeah, like, but I don't think you need to, to, to fair. Like, 
by the way, I'm a faggot. If that, but if you want to do that and that's going to feel sexy to you, go off, sister. <laughs> Diana, what do you sister. think, Diana? Uh, I agree with Maxwell in the sense that, you know, only people you care about deserve that information or deserve that conversation. But maybe you do care about your dad. Maybe he's an asshole, but you still care about him and you need that. Go for it. But I'm going to take it one step further and say, if mom's a bitch too, why don't you make some really good friends? Yes. Why don't you? Yes. I'm a big, I'm a big believer of like leaving whatever state you grew up in that you don't feel good in. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's 2021. Hello. Yes. Leave I mean, but, I feel that. Behind. I feel well, that. Well, here's, we can't, we can't, you know, look away from the, the, the blaring fact that gay men have daddy issues uh, and we all really want our dads to love us. They just don't. So we got a fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> so first that this, and this, if this is your way to deal, then you need to, you need to own that because this is your moment. Either way, coming out is your moment so you can do whatever you want. I always think that someone should have their first wives club moment, you know, like, oh, and by the way, I'm a lesbian, a big one. <laughs> you know, like I want that, I want that moment for every queer weirdo out there. I want that moment for you because I'll tell you, it's the, it's like the purest taste of fabulousness you'll ever have in your mm -hmm. life because it is yours and that is yours. You, you do, that is your moment. Um, however, like, is it, is it, is it going to make you happier? Like, honestly, like, right. uh, and, That's a good and, question. and I think your dad already fucking knows he's been calling you a fruit for years. So <laughs> maybe you're not real passing, baby. So if he thinks the microwave is a faggot. I have a feeling he <laughs> probably thinks <laughs> you might be a faggot. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I, I save your energy and yell at your fucking mom because she seems like more apt to change. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I love that idea. I don't speak. You know, I don't think that I'm not one of these people who think that you need to like uh, maintain uh, ties to blood relatives because of for what? You know, agreed. Something to take I, care of when you're older. Ugh. I think it's true though that you know when you engage with someone and you actually confront them that's more of an act of love and caring than icing them out yeah it really is yeah you know because you're putting energy into it you're yeah. you're still investing in that relationship so i, yeah. I point well taken and i hope you get well. the and, and if you do do that i hope that you get the response that you want because like uh you know who knows uh anyway i got the response that i wanted from this show i thought it was great jenny did you have fun Yes, this is, I'm so honored. You're uh, an icon. I'm uh, so honored to be a guest. Oh, stop it. Oh my God. To gosh, be this, well, the most straightity straight girl on this show. In a while. At least this month. I feel honored. Sure. I acknowledge, okay, the special place that is this, this guest, Mike. But I, but I, listen, being in a, I felt your, uh, your queer icon potential i felt it i was like oh she could listen the, the yeah girl i mean we we have some we, we see have the some, slag in you we have uh, some doors to open slag. yet we have some doors to open yet you got to start with slagwars.com and we got to see where you are on the spectrum and i'm already writing it on the on the to-do list <laughs> but, uh, queer icon to-do list <laughs> tell me tell people where they could find you on the internet and stuff uh, Jenny Yang TV is my website at Jenny Yang TV, Instagram, Twitter. Let's say hi. I'm always online. 
Fabulous. Thank you again for coming on. I think that you're great and I can't wait to see what you do in the future. Thank um, you. Uh, Diana. Uh, find me at Diana D triple E Luna and uh, keep an eye out for the Patreon coming up this month. Uh, that'll be fun. Exclusively on Patreon. I'm not yeah. sharing this shit for free. Mm. No, mm. she barely does social media. She has no interest <laughs> whatsoever. You have to like wave a $5 bill to get me to log on. <laughs> what, what did you wait? What did you text me today or text me the other day? Something about uh, the year that I'm going to start oh, taking the, the internet's money. I'm going to yeah. start letting yes. the internet give me money. <laughs> yes. I felt weird about it for a long time. Now I'm ready. Yeah, weren't you not even allowed to take money? I just responded with a <laughs> welcome whore. Uh, uh, Maxwell. Um, you can catch me acting a damn fool or baking my edibles on my Instagram at Maxwell Esposito. And you can also correspond with me on Twitter for them at me underscore LGBTina. Um, yeah, that's it. Candies, treats millennial moments in the future slag wars cock destroying the house yeah all, <laughs> all things to be a big year uh remember next week uh our guest from slag wars cameron cameron is gonna be on the show next week Ooh. google it jenny you'll be uh very into it um, so I can't wait to talk to, to Cameron. I'm very, very excited. So uh, excited. Um, so tune in next week for that. Uh, if you like the Tony Soto show, then why don't you please go and find our iTunes page and subscribe to it and give us a little rate. That's nice. Um, I also do the Tony. Oh, no, I do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lai. So tune into that everywhere our podcasts are streamed. Uh, Queer Slam is coming back this year, which is another podcast that I host for Reverie. I'm very busy uh, on the audio circuit here. Um, I'm the Tony Soto Show on everything, so follow me if you dare. But I'm thrilled to be back uh, for 2021, and we'll be back again next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.